What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi, friends. Missions Pastor Bob Landum here. Thanks for joining the podcast today. We are early in our journey through the book of Acts, the book of risks. I shared recently, each of the 28 chapters includes examples of the risks the apostles of Christ and early followers accepted to take the gospel to the whole world. The passage we're looking at today is a perfect example. Simon Peter was not a trained theologian, and until very recently, his public speaking generally led to public humiliation. But God was about to change all that as Peter accepted the risks included in following the Lord and spoke up and out in obedience to the Spirit's call. This first sermon explained the amazing manifestation of the Spirit of God at Pentecost. The locals were left wondering, amazed, maybe a bit afraid. Of course, the cynics were speaking out. And Peter brought the explanation to them and to us. I'm reading from the New American Standard, Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 41. But Peter, taking his stand with the eleven, raised his voice and declared to them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give heed to my words. For these men are not drunk, as you suppose, for it's only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour forth of my Spirit on all mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth of my Spirit. And they shall prophesy. And I will grant wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. And it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus, the Nazarene, a man attested to you by God with miracles and wonders and signs, which God performed through him in your midst, just as you yourselves know, this man, delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed to a cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death. But God raised him up again, putting an end to the agony of death, since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says of him, I saw the Lord always in my presence, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue exulted. Moreover, my flesh also will live in hope. Because you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor allow your Holy One to undergo decay. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. 
Brethren, I may confidently say to you regarding the patriarch David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. And so, because he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn to him with an oath to seat one of his descendants on his throne. He looked ahead and spoke of the resurrection of the Christ, that he was neither abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh suffer decay. This Jesus God raised up again, to which we are all witnesses. Therefore, having been exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured forth this which you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into heaven, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, They were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. And with many other words, he solemnly testified and kept on exhorting them, Be saved from this perverse generation. So then, those who had received his word were baptized, and that day there were added about 3,000 souls. Friends, that's the text. But it's also the message, the meaning, and the application. It's pretty clear on its own, particularly for those listening to Peter in that moment and for most of us listening now. They were so aware of what Peter's message meant, they gave their own invitation. They cried out, what must must we do to be saved? They didn't need a systematic theology text or a 10-pound study Bible to understand the events of the morning or the implications of their personal sin. But just in case you missed it, The message in a minute is, these people had seen and experienced a supernatural manifestation of the God of all creation, consistent with the scriptures they had been taught all their lives. This manifestation of the Spirit and Christ's life and works were clear and irrefutable evidence to them that Jesus of Nazareth was in fact the Messiah, the Son of God, God incarnate. But rather than worship him and follow him, They had rejected him and killed him on a cross in a blasphemous partnership with Rome. But God raised him up. We use similar words at every baptism at New Vision. God raised him up as evidence of his identity and capacity to voluntarily and completely pay the price for our sin. It is God's invitation to us to be forgiven through faith alone, in Christ alone, as evidenced by following Christ's example through baptism. So what's the next step? What's the message for the missionaries like you? Jesus was not just a good teacher. He was not just an exceptionally good man who got sideways with Rome and the religious elite. Jesus is God. As Lewis wrote, he's either God 
or he's crazy. He's either God or he's a con man. And the resurrection proves he is God incarnate who willingly gave his life in the flesh for us as planned, substituting himself for us to offer restoration for a relationship broken by our willful sin. And we can receive that restored relationship by becoming a follower of Jesus, by turning from sin in humble repentance. Our baptism is an expression of that surrendered heart to Christ alone. You know, maybe you've got a friend or family member you could start a conversation with this week. Using this passage or any chapter in Acts as a starting point. Take the risk. Let's see what God does with it. Hey, thanks again. Thanks for listening today. And join us next time as we continue our journey through the book of Acts. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.